0: Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Birds and Braves podcast. I'm Luke Winstall. Thank you for tuning in to the show. I just released a podcast talking about the Falcons versus Saints game last Sunday. Please check that out. It's episode 7. This podcast is going to be about the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers and their matchup this Sunday. To start off, I'll tell you about Carolina and what they did last week. They won 22-19 over Tampa Bay. And their top overall performer was not a skilled player, It wasn't one of their top defensive guys that everyone always tells you about. It was offensive guard Andrew Norwell who got the pro football-focused game ball. Norwell had a 100-grade pass block efficiency and a 90.5-game grade against the Buccaneers, and he did not allow a single quarterback pressure and pass protection. Statistically, Cam Newton ran for a game-high 52 yards and scored the game's lone rushing touchdown. There were seven combined field goals between the two teams, and Tampa Bay actually outgained Carolina 392-255, but Tampa Bay turned it over three times. For some other grades from Pro Football Focus, also known as PFF, defensive lineman Kawan Short was the second highest graded player with an 87.4 overall grade. And he's a very difficult guy to block, and he took advantage of a backup Tampa Bay offensive lineman that he played against all night long. He had two sacks and three quarterback pressures for an 89.8 pass rush grade and feasted all game long, so he's coming off of a really big game. Atlanta and their offensive line is definitely going to have to focus in on him, especially on the offensive line if Andy Levitre is not playing. And then you have Ben Garland starting for Atlanta. Kawan Short in the defensive line could take advantage of a mismatch anywhere, and he's definitely a guy Atlanta has to watch out for. Another top player. On the defensive side, Shaq Thompson had an 82.5 overall grade. And the offensive line I told you about, their offensive guard, Andrew Norwell. Their other offensive guard on the other side, Amini Silatalu, had an 82.4 overall grade. And offensive tackle, Darryl Williams, had an 80.4 overall grade. And if you're noticing a theme, three of the five highest graded players for Carolina were offensive linemen. That position group had a great game when they played against Tampa Bay. And now for the lowest-graded player for Carolina, defensive back Daryl Worley, a corner, had a 55.7 overall grade. He's been solid through his two seasons in the NFL, but he was liable in coverage against the Buccaneers, just was very poor, and gave up 145 yards through the air and a touchdown on seven targets by quarterback Jameis Winston of the Buccaneers. Worley allowed a passer rating of 159.3 when targeted, and expect the Falcons to target Warley whenever he's on the field and watch out, Atlanta could burn him just like Tampa did with that talented wide receiver core. And now to preview the Carolina vs. Atlanta game, the Falcons have all of the personnel to beat Carolina. And they nearly did earlier this season. There was a Julio Jones dropped pass in the end zone and a few other key plays that undid the Falcons. And Carolina is not invincible on either side of the ball. And that's a little bit unlike New Orleans and the two-back attack in their offense, which is number one in the NFL. And at times that New Orleans offense seemed impossible to stop, but for Carolina, it's not the same dynamic. And also reflecting back in that New Orleans game, it speaks volumes to the Atlanta defense and their efforts and what they did to only allow 23 points to New Orleans last week. So defensively, Atlanta can take that momentum forward, where basically now their number one goal is to stop Cam Newton, especially on the ground with the read option. And Carolina sports a nice running attack. Again, the centerpiece Cam Newton and also Christian McCaffrey and co, but it's nothing the Atlanta defense can't stop. They've proven they can stop pretty much everything thrown their way, especially later in the season. And of course, on the other side of the ball, Carolina has a superb defense with a stout linebacking core, including Shaq Thompson, a top-graded player from last week. And of course, you have Luke Keekley, who's an incredible player, and Thomas Davis. Davis was originally suspended for the game, but now he's not because his suspension was reduced from two games to one, but it's nothing Atlanta can't beat, especially if Sarkeesian has a good game, play calling, and the team plays discipline and doesn't shoot themselves in the foot with penalties, drops, and or turnovers. I know there's a lot of Falcons fans out there that aren't too optimistic for this game, but Atlanta has one of the most talented rosters in the league, and they do have the pieces to get it done. I'd say one key to the game, of course, turnovers. That's always a key, but Devontae Freeman has to bounce back. He had a 35 overall grade from PFF last week. He's got to be better if Atlanta wants to have a shot. And another key to the game, score 20-plus points. Atlanta's 9-0 this season when they've scored more than 20 points, and of course, on the flip side, they haven't won a game when they haven't scored 20 points. And now moving on to the last segment of the show, Sunday's matchups. The Falcons are number 9 in total offense, the Panthers are 7th in total defense. That will most definitely be the matchup to watch. And on the flip side of the ball, the Panthers are 17th in total offense, the Falcons 10th in total defense. And for some more rankings, the Panthers are 4th in the NFL in rush offense, but they're only 27th in pass offense. Cam Newton has not had a great year passing the ball, but running the ball. He's helped bolster that attack. And the Falcons' defense is 8th against the run and 12th against the pass, and another key for Atlanta to stop the run, and again, especially that read option. Carolina's defense gets the third most sacks per opponent attempt in the league, and the Falcons give up the six fewest sacks per attempt. So the front seven of Carolina matched up against Atlanta's offensive line and the pass protection is going to be another fun thing to watch. I mentioned back in the Tampa Bay game, Shaq Thompson had a good game, and of course, back on the defensive line for Carolina, Kawan Short was their second highest graded player. He's coming off a big game, and any Falcons fans that have watched the Carolina front seven know what they can do, and Atlanta has to hold up offensively. And with Andy Levitre, if he comes back, he's got to be ready for this game. But if not, Atlanta will be playing with at least one backup offensive lineman. So again, that's a big matchup to keep your eyes on. And another note on the Carolina defense in the first 12 games, they had only 11 takeaways. But in the last three games, they've had 10 takeaways, including three last week against Tampa Bay. Now, a note on the Falcons defense Atlanta is three sacks away from 40 total on the season. And the last time they had 40 or more was back in 2004. So it's been quite a while. And the Falcons game this week has been flexed to a 425 start time by the NFL and Joe Buck and Troy Aikman will be calling the game on Fox. And one last note, even with poor execution, the Falcons have still moved the ball extremely well. They're fourth in the NFL in yards per play, and that shows you how good the Falcons' offense could be. And that'll do it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in to the Birds and Braves podcast. I'm Luke Winston, and I will see you back soon with another show.